Hi everyone, my name is Joe. I'm joined by my friend Jory, and we are watching One Piece. Yeah, we are. Watching One Piece. Watching One Piece. We are! So, uh, in my own adventures, I'm at 525 episodes in. Um, you just watched episodes, what, 8 through something? <laughs> 9 through 18. Yeah, there you go. Alright, so we're going to talk about Sir Village and our good friend Usopp. <laughs> it was, it was. So, yeah, how did you like the arc compared to the first two that you've already seen? Um, it was nice. Because we got, like, overall it did that thing that I, I'm glad that I'm going to keep seeing One Piece doing where they bring up something at the beginning. And you're like, oh, that's just a, a thing that they do. And then it wraps around and you get an explanation for it. And it's like, oh, now it all makes sense. I don't want to cry. <laughs> specifically, <laughs> Us specifically Usopp running through the village yelling pirates are coming. Like, at first oh, I thought, oh, yeah. he, like, at first I, I thought, oh, he's just a dumb immature kid and that's that's why he's hanging out with kids is because he does he just annoys the village yeah. and then like towards the end of the arc is you you find out why it's just oh no why are you doing this to me yeah it's just sad. i completely i'm glad you reminded me of that because that makes me like more invested because for a minute i was just like ah, oh, it's probably the weakest of the intro arcs but no it's just as good probably ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit uh yeah so how do you like Usopp? And how do you think he fits in with everybody? He he's fun. He he starts off just kind of being really just dumb and annoying, but then you like I said you learn why he is the way he is and everything. Mm. And he's he still he shows good character compared to everyone else. Like even right away you learn that even though he does all the lying and he's an exaggerator as they call him, he he does it he doesn't do it to be like awful he isn't trying to get his way out of things or anything he's doing it to make other people happy yeah yeah the the stuff between him and kaya is really good yeah so they do they talk about his dad don't they yeah they do almost immediately like okay, after cool. uh meeting in it like after meeting and everything mm. luffy like instantly knows who he is he's like i had to hear about you all the time mm. <laughs> yeah that's weird <laughs> <laughs> Of course, everyone has to know who Shanks is. Yeah, well, everyone knows who Shanks is. It's just more so that, like, just thinking about Usopp on the scale of everything and then Shanks on the scale of everything and being like, wow, there's a connection there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so an important thing about Usopp that uh, I didn't realize until very late into the show is that Uso, in Japanese, is lie. Uh, so his name is a pun <laughs> on his yeah. whole thing. Uh, and then I think the Pinocchio nose is pretty obvious. Yeah, uh, I wrote that that down in my notes because immediately the episode, the first episode of the arc was Usopp, like the liar or something like that. Mm. Yeah, honest liar, Captain Usopp. Yeah, and then instantly you see his big long nose, which is probably supposed to be a Pinocchio thing. Yeah, there's a lot of references, um, like in the just in character bases. Um, we'll get the chopper later. He's a pretty obvious one of having a blue nose instead of a red nose. Um, I don't know if there's one for Nami that I don't get. Zoro's name is a clear reference. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Nami, Navigator, NA. That's... That just makes <laughs> The thing is, Navi and Zelda also exist, so I'm like, it's not mm. close enough. Like, Navi's too spot on, so I can't feel like Nami is. <laughs> yeah, Usopp's good. Usopp, um... I feel like everyone I know thinks Usopp, like, just takes time to grow on you. And I think that's just because you have to learn, like, why he is the way he is. Yeah, I think, um, if, before my previous knowledge, uh, like, my previous is how everyone knows One Piece is a thing, Usopp is probably, if you don't know anything about One Piece, he's going to be your least liked character, because his appearance is very awful, and, he, and if you watch, <laughs> like, an episode out of context, he's just not fun. Yeah, but in context of the show hard. and everything, he's he's more enjoyable. Yeah, it's very. I think, I think that gets better with time, 
Because I feel like a lot of people jumped in during the first big arc, which is Alabasta. And I'm very excited to get to Alabasta and talk about Alabasta. But um, I feel like a lot of people got in somewhere in there around when Chopper shows up. And Usab just is the weakest character in that situation. And not knowing everything about him, he's just sort of there. So, And then he has a, a huge a huge arc later on. Uh, where he develops a bunch and like more so than anyone else in the circumstance I think other than another character that you haven't gotten to yet but um, Usopp's really good Usopp's underrated that's my that's my hot take on Usopp that's what also uh, as it keeps is going to keep coming up with this with my I remember having a friend a long time ago on a website called Gaia Online. Ah, yes. <laughs> and b- before I had the concept of, of awful anime fans having things like waifus, this this friend I had had pictures of Usopp all over her profile picture. Mm. And I was like 13, like, why would you like him? He has a goofy face and f- weird nose. Usopp. But now I get it a little bit more. Yeah. Well, the, the word you're looking for also, because there's a, there's a counterpart to waifu called Husbando. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like you're probably completely aware of. <laughs> I am <laughs> uh, saying both of those words with my actual mouth is kind of painful on it, the inside. It is actually. Ah <laughs> uh, oh, man, episode two, and we're already like at our lows of like oh, ah, we said those words out loud, and like hurts. Yeah, Usopp's good. Usopp progressively gets better. I think. But like that's exciting. Yeah, I think he probably stays about the same until. Well, he peaks around, um, right when they get to the Grand Line, and then he stays the same until like, I don't know, pretty late in the game. But mm. we'll get there. Eventually, you'll you'll see a thing, in like two years when we get this far, and you'll be like, there it is. He's my favorite character. <laughs> And then, because that was the thing, I remember tweeting about it when I got to it. One of the there's there's like an eleven episode stretch in one of the, in one of the arcs where I watched the entire thing sobbing, and oh. I and I tweeted I tweeted that um if I were to go back and tell myself in high school when I started One Piece that I would be sobbing for eleven episodes straight primarily because of Usopp I wouldn't believe myself, but it happened. Usopp Usopp's fantastic. Uh, let's talk about Sir Village. It was neat. The first episode started off very well. Uh, the inter- the introduction to Usopp? Yes, it established everything very well. I forgot just how good One Piece is at, like, pacing. Because <laughs> I remember, because I was like, oh yeah, Sir Village, and then I look at it and I'm like, that's kind of a lot of ground to cover in eight episodes. It is. Especially since, like, I was like, how long do they wait until they reveal who the bad guy is and, like, not immediately? <laughs> yeah, they, they kind of establish, like, a, an antagonist, but they don't establish it as, like, that's going to be the bad guy. Mm. They just set up as a guy you don't like. I mean, he has, like, a literal, like, poop on his on his jacket, doesn't he? <laughs> wait, does he? I, let me look at, <laughs> let's both look up pictures of Kuro right now. Spoilers, it's Kuro. Uh, oh, that's just a word in Japanese, isn't it? Uh, yeah, kinda. Yeah, I always thought that was just poop on a jacket. So, that, like, you, I don't know. It's one one piece is pretty good about at least until uh, a very particular arc later on that you kind of can immediately tell who a bad guy is. Yeah. Early on, um, I think it gets really good at that in one arc where you are surprised like oh shit but um yeah I, I'm really excited to get later on so we can gush about One Piece yeah but, <laughs> but um I don't know so we, we can gush about Sword Village Usopp's really good yeah. it was uh the first episode had some neat stuff that I I thought was good really good at establishing like the Usopp having a long nose and being a liar, which is probably the most blatant one. But I think the, another one that I think says a lot about his character is that the Usopp pirates are him hanging out with a bunch of children. Mm. And it, it shows that he he's not very mature. What's, what's the... So, isn't there a Simple Plan song about that? I don't want to grow up. I'm, ju- I'm just a kid. Yeah. 
<laughs> I feel like there's multiple two thousand folk songs about it. <laughs> Probably even now, even though they're like thirty something. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember. I don't want to grow up because it was in the Scooby Doo live action movie. It's oh yeah. When they're it's really good. It's a really good film. It's a really good song by Simple Plan. <laughs> uh, up? Yeah. Um. And I thought it was. Uh, I, I forgot to write something down of it, but I remember that, like, right when they land there, um, they get greeted by Usopp. Oh, yeah, and his crew of a thousand members? Yeah, his, his massive pirate crew, who they immediately break through it by being sort of threatening. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, like, all they do is just quote, like... I, th I think all Luffy does is quote something he heard from Shanks, and Zoro joins in, and then they all just give in. <laughs> all a thousand of them. Uh, which it actually turns out to be Usopp and his three f and his uh, three friends, who are children. Um, what are their names again? They're all like vegetables. One of them was Onion. That's the only one I can <sighs> Onion I remember. They didn't really mention their names much. I'm gonna look it up. It's it's onion, carrot, and another one, which I can never remember. But we're gonna find out. Keep talking about Usa while I look this up. Yeah, like, and then I did like how it is after they showed uh, Usopp doing his lying stuff and kind of running out of the village. One thing I thought that was funny that after uh, Luffy realizes who Usopp was and then told him how he knew his dad Yasop, which. It's funny that they have similar names. Um, I mean, he's named after his father. Yeah, Where, and then Yasop. Like he he tell, talks about basically how uh, it, the, in the flashback it showed too of Yasop like hugging Luffy and be like, "I have a son that's about your age." Luffy and Matt is like, "I know you've told me hundreds of times," and then he explains that to Usopp as well, and Usopp gets excited that he knew his dad. Uh, the other um, one is Pepper, by the way. Mm. Onion, carrot, pepper. Uh, yeah, affiliation to Usopp Pirates, in, uh, in parentheses, disbanded. Uh, <laughs> Occupations, <laughs> pretend pirate, former. <laughs> former pretend pirate. Yeah, he, uh, he retired <laughs> from the force. <laughs> but I liked um, Usopp telling his uh, sea stories to Sick Lady. What, is, is Kaya. It? Kaya, okay, yeah. Yeah. I was like, isn't... I was like, I think his mom's also sick, isn't she? I don't remember. I know that he got his long nose from his mom and not his dad. Yeah, that, that was... <laughs> that was really funny. But, um, it was fun to, that he was using his line not just to be an annoying kid, but he's using it to cheer up a very sick lady who couldn't leave the house or anything. Mm -hmm. And showed that even though... He, he might annoy the villagers. He he he's he's good at heart, and he yeah. is. He's not just an annoying kid, but then the evil evil dickhead Kuro. Well, not Kuro. Uh, evil dick evil dickhead um. Poop jacket. <laughs> I forgot what <laughs> the name he was using by was. It oh, was. Yeah, I remember what his fake name is. Oh, Kalidor. Yeah, Kalidor. It, it just redirects to Kuro when I open it. So. Uh. Yeah, it's Kalidor. Spelled really weird. Okay. Sure. Oh, Django. But, I forgot about Django. <laughs> yeah, that's in the next episode, actually. Which, Fake instantly, Tyler. instantly, he looks really weird, and I wasn't sure if he's supposed to be like a vague Michael Jackson reference. Django? Yeah. Uh, I think it's supposed he... to be Steven Tyler. Oh, okay. well, he moonwalks everywhere, too. That, too. But, like, it's... Oda's really weird about combining his references when he does them. Yeah, he he definitely does look like Steven Tyler. <laughs> uh, like he's just Steven Tyler but moonwalking. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically it. Like <laughs> the way they they look is the way he looks is very almost like spitting image. Now that I've pulled up a picture of Steven Tyler, mm -hmm. but he moonwalks everywhere. I didn't yeah. even get that right away. And like but... dances to pop music, so it's kind of like. We put Steven Tyler's face on Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was funny. They, it showed him, like, moonwalking, and then uh, the Usopp pirates encounter him and are uh, think he's weird, and then he freaks out and hypnotizes them. 
but it also puts him to sleep. <laughs> which oh, yeah. is really funny. Chango is so good. And then, right after that, you you find out about um, Clod uh, not, not Kuro's plan to murder Kaya and take her fortune using uh, Gengo's hypnotizing powers to get her to write a will. Ah uh, yes, and part then, one of JoJo. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Secretly sneak into a rich family and then rip off all their money. Yeah. Kuro is Dio, only the difference is that Kuro isn't the main bad guy for the rest of One Piece. <laughs> yeah, Usopp, uh, Usopp and Luffy saw them, which... Some, and uh, Kuro... I thought it was funny that Kuro... Not Kuro, uh, Jango hypnotized Luffy, and then it made him fall asleep, and they he fell off the massive cliff, and, and everyone, since they didn't know about Luffy's powers, just assumed he was dead. Oh. <laughs> and it was very dramatic. And then they saw Usopp, but like, we we don't have to worry about him. And they don't really bring it up, but instantly you know, oh, it's because he's a liar. And I was really hoping that it wouldn't come up. Like you wouldn't get that scene of him running. Like he'd instantly know, and you wouldn't get the scene of him running through the village frantically telling people that pirates were coming to kill everyone, mm -hmm. and <laughs> and that people wouldn't believe him. But that's exactly what happened. Mm. And it made me really sad, because for once he's telling the truth, but no one's going to believe him, of course. Yeah. It's sad. <laughs> it, it's spreading how much, how little of the arc actually, like, is setting is setting up the conflict, and how most of it is just the it's whole conflict. It's like, it's really good about, like, dropping you in a situation that already has been set up, and just, yeah. sort, of, it just sort of lets you know that it's been in motion. Yeah, like you, you, you get the feeling that Usopp has gone through, like, gotten thrown out of the, like, mansion courtyard area multiple times, and mm -hmm. he, he seems to do the pirates are coming thing almost every day. Yeah, because you, you, when you see it once, you completely get the impression of like, oh, it's this again, even though it's the first, it's the first time you're seeing it. Yeah, this happens. This happens often for him. I, I think the the saddest part was with the. Is the boy who cried wolf situation was um that when he goes to tell Kaya she gets really upset and that he would do something like that and it mm. just plays into how Kuro was telling her oh he, he, you shouldn't be listening to him all, all he's gonna do is make you not feel good and it's gonna be bad and then feel really bad for him. Mm. Also, I thought it was weird that the butler for one of the other butlers for Kaya looked like the beast tamer like he just had a weird sheep head as well oh that guy what's his name again um Mary oh yeah that's it that's what I thought it was but I wasn't sure yeah because because the reasons that I would like oh yeah his yeah name is the same as something else. <laughs> uh yeah I guess but it's I, just uh, I don't know uh, uh, Weird anime character design. <laughs> oh yeah, there's um, it's it's sometimes they take time to explain why things are weird, and then sometimes you just roll with it. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely not set up in like a hyper realistic pirate universe. No, no. It's it's set in a fantasy anime universe that's mostly <laughs> like based within reason. Yeah, yeah. It's because uh, <laughs> like you know you get Chopper, and sometimes you get other animal characters with powers. Yeah. And you're like, and they, you know, they explain like it's a devil fruit or uh, some other thing. And then sometimes <laughs> you just get a bear that does karate and talks and they don't, they don't explain <laughs> yeah. it. They don't tell you. Yeah, no. <laughs> Why would they? They don't need no, to. It's just like, it's there. And you're just like, all right, that's, he's in one of the most powerful pirate crews in the world. And he's a talking bear that does karate in a jumpsuit. Like that's, you don't need the information. It just feels it completely natural. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, the butler of Kaya being, you know, just a character from that game, Catherine, in the dream world. It's just, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's just, well, it's fine. <laughs> but, um, since he, he heard the plan and everything, he just gets uh, Luffy, well, not Luffy, but the other uh, straw hats to join with him. And then they find Luffy. 
And oh, yeah. Usopp is horrified to find out that he's alive, but doesn't really understand how. But he's happy that he's not just dead. <laughs> yeah, it's probably good that he's not dead. <laughs> I thought it was. It was. I didn't even really think about it, but I thought. I, I guess it kind of plays into um, how Luffy's powers work. Is that anything kind of like blunt force isn't really going to hurt, harm him? Yeah, it's kind of. I get, it still sort of has to remind you <laughs> that like he's just completely rubber. Yeah. Like forever. <laughs> that's that's just a, a, a weird thing about it. Like he, they, they 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 bring it up in really cool ways and like show off like his powers. But I, it, it's interesting to see that it's. Like actually, just complete rubber. There's not weird, vague rules to it. It's just he's made of rubber. Yo ho ho! He took a bite of gum gum. <laughs> that is why, and he can survive falling off a cliff and everything. But really, the only thing that can affect him is like sharp things. Yeah, but, piercings. But they get ready to uh, stop the invasion, and then with with the sneaky slippery oil plan, and they'll never be able to get past it. But it's foolproof. It is, ex except that there's a completely similar spot on the other side of the island. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I, I thought that was weird that they discovered that, because Nami, for some reason, has bat hearing? Like, she was able to hear all the way on the other side of the island, them landing, and like... She has phenomenal senses, apparently. Yeah. Starting now. <laughs> Which is a weird thing to establish, but I guess they need to... Does that ever come up more, like that she's just really well-trained with she her senses? She has or? incredibly heightened senses, um, <laughs> which is why she's a good navigator, because she can immediately sense, like, yeah. the slightest, like, air pressure change, which is weird. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, there's going to be a storm in, like, exactly 23 minutes, so we have to do something. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, all right. Like, she, in her own way, is still on par with everybody else in the Strides, so. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they were running to get to the uh, other side of the island where they are, kind of felt like a goofy, it felt like a goofy slapstick thing for a while with uh, Nami and Zoro kind of like trying to run up the hill with all the oil and everything, like pulling on each other and mm. people getting hit. Same with Luffy running across the island and not making it, but I was like, like, it seems weird that the action sequences will go from uh, being really slapsticky and goofy to really scary and serious in almost an instant. Do you feel like it works? It does. It um, it's nice that it's not like it's edgy and serious all the time. Like mm. this is our this is our final match. We're gonna. So what you're this saying? This or nothing. Only one of us can make it out alive. So what you're saying is that uh, <laughs> compared to like other shonen. One Piece is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> and every other shonen is DC. I mean, like, I would say every other shonen, I'd say more like modern popular shonen. Things like where the really dark stuff is really popular, like uh, Tokyo Ghoul or like oh, yeah. Attack on Titan. I don't watch anime anymore. I just watch One Piece. <laughs> um, I'm actually like behind on JoJo, which is a problem. <laughs> the, the, those are the only two things I'm keeping up with anymore One Piece and Jojo yeah. <laughs> my other rapport with anime is just cutesy anime moe crap and, and it then, is, has there not been any good that lately uh, I, I just don't have the patience to watch it I don't care okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not hard to be bad at having cute characters but I, I don't I don't. I have other things I want to do. That's <laughs> what it comes down to. Yeah, I think but... there's gonna be a Kyokai no Kanada OVA, so I might suffer through that because I make terrible decisions. Anyway, we're talking about One Piece. <laughs> we are. But um, Usopp got to the landing of the Black Cat Pirates, which I thought it was funny that it's a very small thing, but they all have like tiny little cat ears on their head. Oh yeah. For all the pirates, except for Django, but Usopp. Was, was really determined and when he was doing it, it it shows that even though he's just a dumb annoying like childish guy he he sticks to it he cares about the village even though they don't really care about him at least it seems like it and he's going to keep fighting for what he believes in what shows him that he, he fits in well with the straw hats even though mm -hmm. he hasn't officially joined them yet yeah there's that's a very common uh, way that One Piece introduces their characters. The, just the sort of like, ah, oh, they're so well together, even though they're not a crew yet. 
or yeah. like quote like maybe obviously not like yet but like you can sort of tell whether you're gonna be definitely even yeah if you're not like you know spoiled or um on who the other crewmates are that is a, one thing that would that the only thing that's a little bugging me about this even if i wasn't like aware of all the crew of one piece or at least up to the up to before they enter the grand line and everything um is that in the intro opening you see Usopp and Sanji and Zoro and everyone's like, oh yeah, they're gonna join anyways. Yeah, I mean that's um, I think just a thing when you're making I... an anime based on a manga yeah. after it so far is you're just like, hey, like this yeah. this opening has to last for a while. <laughs> yeah, and that they're aware of who's like people who are watching it are probably um going to know who the characters are already. Yeah, you know it, it's it, it was made. Th- 13 years later but mm-hmm. part two the part two animation of jojo did a good job of having the characters kind of like colored out on the opening until they were introduced if you've ever if you're ever watching through battle mm-hmm. tendency um well, the... caesar was caesar was colored out until he was introduced then he was actually in the opening mm-hmm. same with lisa lisa yeah yeah well that's like a talking about the jojo openings is like a completely different playing field it, yes, it is. Because <laughs> they are some of the most well-made and thoughtful openings ever. <laughs> it, you, it is. Have you like seen like the breakdowns of Into the World of like how much details in Into the World? I, I haven't. No. It's so not fair. <laughs> the One Piece openings are. I love most of them. They mainly like interpret a lot of the. Um, just like the manga covers or like the yeah the like volume covers like the the little i don't know manga shonen especially but like manga just has this thing where they're like hey before the chapter starts here's me drawing high fashion on my characters yeah and there's stuff um, like that is really cool it's just like throwaway yeah. art like so this, yeah that's mainly what the one piece openings are except for sometimes there's a lot there's a lot of like oh here's pictures of who we're fighting right now yeah it's kind of the shonen thing where yeah. in the, the long-running shonen series where the opening is just gonna be like montages of them like jumping around or doing action stuff for mm-hmm. like not, not doing anything of real consequence but it's just kind of a thing to get you in the mood for watching the show yeah i think there's a lot of um arcs of one piece where it's sort of i don't want to say like a downhill spot as much as like, it's just way more somber for a while, and the openings reflect it, which is a nice change. I Also, I just got to the opening that I'm at now is... It, I mean, nothing tops We Are for me. We Are will always be the best opening. Um, but I think it might be one of my favorites now. It like Because I feel like it challenges We Are, and like it very intensely is like, we want to make an opening as good as We Are. <laughs> uh, it's, it does a very fun job of getting you excited to watch the show. Mm-hmm. The um, I there will never be like a an opening scene, or just a part in anything that hits me like as strongly as Luffy spinning the hat, and then Shanks yeah shows up under. <laughs> the the only the only thing in One Piece openings that have has compared is in the one that I'm watching right now. So look forward to that at episode <laughs> five hundred and seventeen. Can't wait. <laughs> when we get there, I'm going to bring it up. I'm like, there's the hat thing. I told you about the hat thing in 2016. <laughs> but, um, when they got, when all of them arrived to fight the black cat pirates, I thought it was cool to find out that uh, Django's hypnotism stuff wasn't just a goofy slapstick gag of yeah, actually making works. him and other people fall asleep. He can actually he can do other things with it, mm-hmm. and it was cool cool that he used it to like incite like, um, uh, basically strengthen anger into his crew. But it also did the same thing to uh, Luffy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like one, one Piece is really good about jokes and battles. Also, like like working really well together. <laughs> like it was like oh no they're about to get overrun by uh a bunch of pirates but then the hypnotism also worked on luffy <laughs> yeah he well, did uh luffy's always the person who's susceptible to anything <laughs> and he's so pure it's so endearing it's so nice <laughs> it, uh, he, he's such like a fun endearing pure character and it's great 
Like it, it, he also showed off his a uh, gum gum Gatling attack, which is basically just star platinum aura 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 aura. Oh yeah, gum <laughs> gum, uh, gum gum Gatling gun. Which is just a bunch of repeated punches. Which it's always a good attack. It is. It's very. It's very shonen. <laughs> <laughs> it is, especially with the animation making it look like he has eight hundred hands. Yeah. Um. I know. Recently, I told you to play One Piece Pirate Warriors Three. But the, the way that they represent that is really satisfying. Because, cause like, he just doesn't have arms and you just see the fists. And, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, it just looks good. It's fun to watch. The other one that's really good is Storm, but eventually we'll get to Storm. All of um, Luffy's attacks are just really good. Yeah. Someone who's made of rubber should have really good attacks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, After, like, knocking out the cr like, charging through the crew and, like, ripping off part of the boat. <laughs> and then it crushes and then Django making him fall asleep and he's just like asleep and crushed which makes him seem like he's dead for a second time <laughs> um, like uh, weird creepy cat brother guys pop out the the oh, yeah. Nyaban brothers and they the uh, the we need Zoro to fight somebody characters. Yeah, <laughs> we need people who can slice to fight Zoro, and they very uh they can be very uncomfortable. Their their appearance is obviously meant to be like a gag. I'm gonna look at what they look like because I don't remember. There's one's a like a really fat like fat guy fat guy anime looking character. One's a really effeminate male looking character guy. Played up oh, for. Yep. There Both they are. <laughs> Very weird. And they play and they played it up as them just being like weird guys dressed up as cats, and then they can actually do do damage. <laughs> they actually hurt people. Yeah, there's a lot of that in one piece. <laughs> so it's oh, like, these it's these like, guys look stupid. They're not gonna do anything. Yeah. And they turn out to be very menacing. Yeah, one of the. One of one of the most upsetting gags is also like one of the best characters. I'm just like, like a character that's probably like transphobic, also being like <laughs> one of the most powerful people in the fucking universe. <laughs> it's just like, I, I don't know how to feel. <laughs> like you can't 100% tell if it's meant to be really bad or yeah, it's, like, it's, it's definitely I, not good, but yeah, it's, it's it's not really the worst. Yeah, because like Oda just. <laughs> This is like getting way ahead of Sir Village, but I'm already yeah. on a tangent. Of Oda just doesn't like get what trans people actually are, and just sort of makes <laughs> cross-dresser characters and calls them trans people. And then there's actually trans people that show up, and then it's sort of like a gag, like ah, they're 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 you know, it's like in a negative light. But then yeah, you know best friends with one of the most powerful people in the entire world um best friends with luffy uh also every trans and crossdresser character is a master of karate <laughs> like canonically it just makes it like doing it makes you good at karate so it's like i i think i don't know how to feel <laughs> Um, so that's that's I, my. I feel like that's just like a, a weird anime thing, like just in Japan. I think it's more of a social thing in Japan than it is a reflection on his, him as an author mm -hmm. directly. But it's still a little disappointing. Yeah, well, he also draws pretty much every female character exactly the same. Yeah. So it's just like <laughs> the thing where he's like, he probably doesn't really have good yeah. gender opinions. Um, I would like. Kaya just man. looks like uh, <laughs> orange-haired Nami. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she looks like blonde Nami. Yeah, there's a lot of. He actually did a thing where someone asked him how he draws female characters, and he's like, I draw two circles, and then I draw a triangle under them, and that's it. And it's like, <laughs> I guess you're right, and then you draw a face. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's upsetting. So, um, yeah, weird, strong, weird-looking, but really strong characters in One Piece. Yeah. Uh, the, they fight the Cat Brothers. The, the Cat cat brother guys and then they get Zor one of Zoro two of Zoro's swords away from him and while uh while they're doing that Nami like sneakily tries to get um Zoro's swords and 
of course, it's, it's it's how I feel like a lot of Zoro's fights are gonna go. Is it's gonna be him? Oh no, he's 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 not gonna win. He's losing. What's gonna happen? And then he, he just gets, decides to win. He, <laughs> yeah, like he he had one sword, and then he he fights. He they, he gets his swords, and then he wins. <laughs> Instantly. Yep. Yeah. Zoro, Zoro, I think, starts off like, oh, he's so cool, even though he doesn't really, like, do anything for a while. Like, yeah. he just sort of wins. Whereas, like, some of his stuff later on, like, especially the next arc is the Barati arc. Um, Zoro's gonna, like, in all of Zoro's, like, motivation to exist comes in the next arc. Yeah. So that's nice. It, the next arc is when they get really good about juggling plot lines. Because, uh, like, the first couple are just like, here's a new character, here's the antagonist, they won, and now they're friends. Um, yeah. Brody, a lot of things go on, and it's a little bit longer, so it it isn't, like, overpacked. But Yeah. Uh, I'm and it's a nice thing uh, about this, too, is that, tor like, when it got to the actual conflict and stuff, it... It doesn't feel like a lot of information taken, even though that's more beneficial to us doing podcasts more than it is just me watching, enjoying an anime, mm -hmm. is that since the episodes are mostly action, there's not, like, things to, like, make sure to catch and pay attention to, because, like, mm -hmm. just the fight. Yeah, it's paced incredibly well. It is. Uh, I was able to watch the first 100 episodes in under a month. That's um, I, I don't think I've ever done that. Before, and then I so watched episode this the second hundred episodes in the next month. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I've I didn't plan on doing it again, but I think I've gotten <laughs> back to that rate. <laughs> Just because I was looking through my old tweets and I was like, God, I was at Sabudi that long ago, and like now I'm here, <laughs> or like that was like not that long ago. So it's it's but, um, it's really easy to turn through. I think. That's the nice thing about shonen anime is that it's you can speed through a lot of episodes because it doesn't you're not like losing your brain trying to keep up with everything and mm -hmm. it's not like weighing down on you. It's just like yeah, get them. Yeah, and like it's it's a really hard line to walk of like shonen pacing of like it not being empty while like giving you like a good amount of information at a good amount of time and it being satisfying to watch. And I think, like, the part, the first part of JoJo is, like, the ideal pacing of just, like, all these things are happening. Like, so much happens in such a short time, but yeah. it, it feels <laughs> the right pace. It does, yeah. One Piece is, I think, pretty good about that. I've The only time I've ever felt like it dragged was probably just because it is the longest arc. Because there's, there's, yeah. two, there's two long arcs that are intrinsically connected, and, like, together they take up, like, 100 episodes. I think, like, with uh, One Piece being as long as it is, for the pacing, they, they take a good time to set everything up. Mm -hmm. So you're not like, who, what, how do we get here, when, huh? Yeah, it's, right. it's good. There's something that... I, this arc doesn't do a very good job of uh, making you want Usopp to be a part of the Straw Hats mm. for a while. Because almost immediately, as soon as they get to the conflict, he just gets the shit kicked out of him, and he's injured and dying almost the entire way through. <laughs> yeah, he's... Well, it's also weird because, like, he's the first one... Well, I guess Nami doesn't really fight, but... Because Usopp sort of shows up and is like, I'm not a physical fighter, and then he gets punched and he's dead. Um, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, he works with a slingshot. He's, he's uh, like, yeah. a marksman. Yeah. So, it's... It's complicated, but yeah, that's that's an interesting thing of like being like, I don't really want you to be straw hat. <laughs> yeah, which they do they do redeem that just uh, after showing him just being beat up and upset that he can't do anything for a few episodes. Mm -hmm. He he's he's the Shinji of the straw hats. There's that. Salt <laughs> <laughs> Usab like that. <laughs> but because a, a lot of it is just statement to begin with. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of it, this is him being like, I wish I could do something. Mm -hmm. I wish I could, I could be better. But he actually does something about it. And um, like immediately too, like. Yeah. <laughs> not like over the course of twenty-six episodes and four movies. <laughs> Hot slams right now. <laughs> I mean, actually, real quick, I'm gonna look it up. I think Usopp is like a two years older than Shinji was. Let's see. 
how old was he then? His birthday is April 1st. Of course it's April 1st. Yeah, he was 17. <laughs> um, Shinji was, what, like 14, 13? 14, yeah. <laughs> Shinji. Yeah. <laughs> Evangelion's happening right now. Yeah, I can't believe that's real. I can't believe Akira's going to happen soon. That's what I'm really excited for. <laughs> But, and then after instantly, uh, well, Curl shows up and is like, why hasn't my plan gone? And then he reveals his plan that he was just going to murder everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just a, a crazy sociopath. Like, yep. he's not just an <laughs> evil, he's not just an evil pirate. He's a crazy, terrifying human being. Uh, chaotic evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, he's like, I'm just, I'm tired of being a pirate because people won't leave me alone. I want money and power, but I want people to leave me alone. Yeah, he's he's fun. <laughs> and then, uh, so is that around the time where he uses that secret technique with his the yeah the pussy foot maneuver? Yeah, which I don't know if that was just the subtitles problem or if that's what is the best translation of it is. Ooh, but what it, I... it doesn't sound menacing. Yeah. What um? <laughs> well, I mean that's One Piece. Uh, yeah. What was? What translation were you watching? Uh, whichever one is on has the deal with Funimation. Oh, okay. So that's so, probably very accurate then. Yeah, because Hulu has the deal with Funimation for a lot of their stuff. Yeah. And Viz and Viz Media. So. Yeah, Funimation is um, like spot on translation to the point where I, you know, I I, I prefer fan subs, but um. Fan subs will like keep certain things because they just like, like I prefer to see Gomu Gomu instead of Gum Gum, whereas yeah. like Funimation will translate literally everything down to the the nail, which sometimes is okay, and sometimes I'm just like, I don't know, I'd rather get like a a slightly more accurate experience to yeah. the, to, to like its actual um like culture and setting. Yeah, the only like, time some things don't that... translate well. Yeah, mostly uh, big thing since I I watch more like moe and like comedy stuff is that with translations, um, it's harder to do comedy because uh, jokes in Japanese are paced differently and like punchlines are different and there are a lot of cultural things that we're not gonna pick up on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what fan, fan subs are generally pretty good about translation notes that are being like. Hey, we. This is like the joke in its original context, and here's us connecting the dots for you. Yeah. So, there's a little lot of that in one piece um, that I like. Cause uh, I think I talked about it the last time we recorded with uh, the difference between how one piece uses Nakama as a as a phrase compared to the actual direct translation, not feeling nearly as satisfying. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, um, especially in, um, not the next arc, but the one after that, like, the, the the last scene of, like, that big battle climax thing is, like, I don't know, it's just, like, way more powerful because, like, the the intent behind the word Nakama is such, such a bigger deal than just, like, you're my friend or you're my crew. It's, like, this, it's, like, it ascends the tower of relationships and it was like too ideal and perfect for this world. Yeah, yeah, and it was, I thought it was weird. Uh, you also see that Django's hypnotizing powers are because uh, they he Zoro basically just kills <laughs> the more effeminate brother of the weird cat bros, <laughs> and then dead. the <laughs> and then the the big guy he's like, oh, he's too fat. I couldn't get a fatal blow. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then. He he's like he he's injured and he's telling Django to hypnotize him and it causes him to like expand, like it makes him like grow and get really buff, which is weird. Yeah, it's pretty but, weird. And then you also see that his uh hypnotize his uh, it's actually a chakram. I didn't even think about that. I thought it was just a weird like coin thing he was using. Mm. He threw it and Luffy caught it with his teeth. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> which it, I. And then he was mad because he cut, like, the side of his mouth. Which, and then you see even more that uh, Kuro's this crazy sociopath because he's going to... He, he wasn't only going to have the pirates, like, kill like kill Kaya. He was going to mm. kill all of his old crew. Kill literally everybody. No yeah. one is worthy of being near me. 
Kaya showed up and held a gun to, uh, yeah, that's why Django threw the chakram because Kaya showed up and had like a gun at Kuro, mm-hmm. and then she, she threw it to like get her, and then Luffy caught it with his teeth. But it was interesting to see that a uh, Luffy can lift a boulder out of the ground. Sure. <laughs> like he can just lift up the earth. <laughs> Which he did do before, which is really cool, but um, you also see his uh, gum gum spear attack, which is using his feet, which is cool. And you see in a flashback how just weird Kuro is, how he just hates... I don't... I, I, just, I really don't get Kuro's whole motivation of he was a world-famous pirate. I, I get like he didn't like being chased by uh, the Navy and everything, Yeah. but e- even on the opposite side of that, like he didn't like people wanting to join his pirate crew because of how famous he was he just wanted to have power and money but no didn't one want is people good know who he was for him yeah it's, <laughs> he's like he's just pure evil <laughs> like obnoxiously um, so oh there was a i wrote down in my notes a, a good line when uh the usap pirates were attacking kuro uh one of them called him butler like with emphasis on butt mm. That was pretty good. It is pretty good. <laughs> and I wonder at, at that point what that was in the original kind of, uh, language. Because <laughs> I feel like that's something that wouldn't be a direct translation for. That has to be someone at Funimation having fun with the subs. Well, there probably was a, like a joke that didn't translate. Because yeah. I'm interested for you to see the official subs for uh, when Frankie shows up. Because Frankie has this whole deal um, where he... like They just particularly use words that sound similar to hentai um but aren't and there's always like he's like you know um like he'll say something and like the other characters will think he said hentai because it sounds so similar like is and um uh which i I actually saw, saw some of that on crunchyroll and it was okay about it i guess like it made sense but uh yeah it's just i don't know i i, wa- I wonder how those translate sometimes because does, does a lot crunchyroll of... have different sub subbers than funimation or do they uh, i don't know <laughs> i don't know if it's the official ones or not and then uh i should look that up while you talk about uh the kuro fight yeah the kuro fight was really cool because it's fun to see even though he Kuro's probably a better fight for like Zoro because they're both using swords it's I like watching Luffy fight a lot more than Zoro yeah <laughs> but um Zoro's fight just just get better later when he fights like actual other swordsmen yeah but also just he gets better <laughs> techniques that are more interesting to like see him think his way through then just time to pull the victory out of my ass yeah because it's like <laughs> i think i think oda just hadn't figured out make interesting sword fights yet whereas like mm. he went into one piece like man rubber's so cool <laughs> i got all these rubber ideas yeah <laughs> he put all the focus into the main idea which which mm-hmm. is good L- luffy's just fun to watch fight because so good with fighting Kuro, he, he uses like all the momentum and everything to fight mm-hmm. back at Kuro, and Kuro does cool stuff like to counter it, like running on Luffy's extended arm and things mm-hmm. like that. What? Um, and Kuro does the anime shonen antagonist thing of now for my secret attack, called out of the back attack, which is probably another like bad translation Wait, thing. Whose attack was it? Kuro, his out of the back attack. It's his attack when he like he does his pussy foot maneuver, but he does it so fast he's just attacking everything around him, and like he doesn't even know what he's hitting because he's being so yeah, fast. I don't know. <laughs> it's also I also haven't seen this it, in it was, quite a long time, but yeah, but he he, he was that's the way his like. The, the pirates that were on his crew mm-hmm. explained it, and they were, like, cheering for Luffy because after they learned out that Kuro was just going to murder them, so they were like, we don't want to die, we're on Luffy's side yeah. now. But, <laughs> I love um, that. I love the, well, we're going to pick the guy who's not an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, it showed, like, how just terrified Kuro is that he just, to, to kill Luffy, he'd also just murder everyone else around him because he doesn't care. All he really wants um, is uh, 
the money mm -hmm. from Kaya because he gave up three years of his life just to get rich because he's just a horrible, awful dickhead. Mm -hmm. And then on the other end, uh, Django's chasing after the Usopp pirates and Kaya, and it turns into slapstick. And because of this, I'm going to start like keeping track of it. It, how many times they just hit people on the dick, <laughs> which is how they how they like fight Django. They since they're all little, they just start like hitting them with hammers and shovels and shit. And like another good one is one of them ran it and just like shoved a shovel in his butt. <laughs> so you just gotta keep a track of like ah, it was one of those victories again. Yeah, but but it also took a, a scary turn with um when he he kind of overpowered them and was threatening Kaya with the the chakram and everything, which. He he got her to agree to, well she agreed to sign the will and like write out the will and sign it and everything if he didn't hurt the mm -hmm. kids, and what she did. But it, it worked out that Usopp was uh, able to save the day because when Zoro and Usopp arrived, he he with a well placed shot in the face, and I thought it was a really a really really good shot of. It had Usopp, like, feeding Django with a shot to the face, and it broke his glasses. And it had Luffy defeating Kuro with a punch to the face, also breaking his glasses. Which was a really, really good frame. Yeah. That's good. I hope you saved a screen cap of it. I'm watching it on a TV, unfortunately, so uh, I'm not on my computer. Just pause it and take a picture of your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's close enough. But with the whole, like, dynamic between uh, Luffy and... Kuro, I felt, is that, like, Luffy is, um, he, he seems to have more like a, a romantic idea of what pirates should be. They're, like, good guys who are their friend. They're, they're all friends together. Mm -hmm. Sure, piracy is illegal, but they have fun. They, they have, like, they're honorable, at least. They have, like, a code. And on Kuro's side, it's like, we just need to be ruthless and mean and evil and kill everyone. Like, Luffy had a more idealistic view of how pirates should be, while yeah. Kuro was a more, like... The horrible idea yeah yeah luffy's pure and kuro's not <laughs> so yeah it's like they're just gonna beat the shit out of each other it's just bound to happen yeah it, they do a good job towards this end of showing how um usopp fits in well with like being friends with luffy and everything even though he's he's shown not being too helpful at least in this arc mm. towards the end it's he he like he cares about things dearly and he will do what he can to protect the people he loves and he he's a good guy at heart as well, which is what you'd hope if he's gonna join Luffy and his crew. <laughs> yeah. So they beat Kuro. There's the the fantastic glasses broken shot. Yes. And then. And then what happens? There's, Tell me the, what happens. The last. <laughs> it's it's very um emotional. Last episode, like and a nice symbolism too with uh, Usopp talking to his his crew <laughs> before he disbands mm -hmm. it. And talking about how they had all those good times together and stuff, and as soon the I don't know how anyone could not pick up on this, but when he he mentions that Usopp pirates are disbanded, mm. a gust of wind goes and rips the, their pirate flag, showing that they're over, and they're all crying, mm. and it's just you, you, you could tell they're all good friends, even like, though oh, it just man, set up as I can Usopp hanging out with a bunch of kids. I can relate to <laughs> growing up. Yeah, I'm like simple plan. <laughs> 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 and then it uh it shows a flashback it, it shows like how all the uh the, the town they're like they're waiting at their doors with like their brooms and pants and stuff like where's that kid is he gonna come by what's he doing did he give up <laughs> is he dead and then yeah and, and he sh showed that like he gave the whole village just kind of motivation to be together and like mm -hmm. it's it's nice and it showed the sad flashback of why Usopp is the way he is Oh, is that it's when just, they finally explain it? Yeah. It, they show him, like, running, like, as a little kid yelling, pirates are coming. Mm -hmm. And it shows his mom really sick. And he's just trying to make his mom feel better because she's really sick. And yeah. that... That's what he does. He makes sick his people dad, feel better. His, uh, his dad is come yelling about pirates being there because his dad will come back. And if he's back, she'll that means she's feeling better. They'll be able to all go out and be pirates. Mm -hmm. And I wrote down next that... After seeing that he got his nose from his mom, which is a little silly, that uh, he got like the rest of his appearance from his dad and then his mom's nose. Yeah. I wrote down lying equal crying because his lies are just really sad while he does it. He kept doing it because it reminded him of his mom. Oh. And maybe if he kept doing it, his dad would come back and it's just sad. 
shit. Fuck. Cause I don't want to cry <laughs> right now. Fuck. You. Yeah, like it's really like shit. does a really good job of setting it up. Yeah. Um, he, he tells the Usopp pirates and uh, Kaya to agree not to let the villagers know where he's going or that he's left. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're going to find out that he left, but not to like to keep it a secret what happened. Mm-hmm. And then before he jumps on, before he leaves, you see the his former crew, disbanded pretend pirates, mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> run, running towards the village, smiling, just yelling pirates are coming. And it's just it's sweet because, you know, they're going to continue on with what he did yeah. every day. <laughs> God bless, God bless their heart. So then, uh, they, they they get a boat. Yeah, Mary. and that was their whole reason when they landed on the island. They they hear about Kaya being rich and like, let's see if she'll buy us a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so dumb, but like, it's, it's like it, it shows how it, it shows like how innocent Luffy is. He's like, there's a rich person. She'll probably buy us a boat. Let's see yeah. if she'll pay the money for it. Well, this would be like, hey, we're pirates. Give us a boat. Yeah, that'd be totally cool. <laughs> and they sail off on. Which they're their first of probably many, many ships. Even though it feels way too big for a crew of like four people. <laughs> you know You're right. Um, it does. <laughs> and they do eventually get a bigger ship. And that ship feels way too large for the crew they have. Yet it's like not that big compared to other ships. Just because, you know I can imagine other crews are like actual crews. Yeah, more than a group of friends. Yeah, I really like their dynamic. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of scenes in the show where you like really see them interact of like sailing the ship of just like oh there's a storm coming we're gonna do all this stuff and like seeing them actually do it is yeah is really good <laughs> and just seeing like yeah just like two guys jump up and pull in the sails and then uh one guy's steering. Yeah, the the kind of the thing I kind of related it to was. They have a massive ship, even though there's so few of them, is in Mass Effect. You have a giant fucking spaceship, but you only see, like, ten of your crew members. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even though that ship probably has, like, hundreds of thousands of people working on it with how big it is. Yeah, did you, did you ever see Lover is in a Dangerous Space Time? I have not. It's, it's just, like, a little cute little indie game, but um, you, you have this ship, and I think there's, like, nine or ten positions, and you just, just two people running it, bouncing between the positions. <laughs> Uh, so that's also uh, it's just a thing now maybe I don't know yeah so yeah they, they're given a ship and then Usopp's like uh, see you one <laughs> day on the sails maybe <laughs> yeah and they're like come on just join our crew just join our crew dude <laughs> like they, there isn't any like the thing with Zoro like they had to trick him into it mm. he's like if I do that for you you're joining my crew yeah it's just like, like not, why aren't you on board me. yet yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, all right, fine, I'll join your crew as long as I get to be the captain. Mm-hmm. And, like, in an end episode, like, the cool end of anime ep- anime arc where it's kind of, like, sketched out drawing and th- it's just a frozen frame with, you can hear dialogue. Yeah. And it's Luffy going, what are you talking about? I'm I'm the captain, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Usopp. Usopp's good. Yeah. Usopp's so good. So there's another episode that isn't Surf Village. It doesn't feel... It feels like a filler thing, yeah, but I guess it's not. I guess we'll just talk about it real quick, um, so that way we can it's, say we talked about it. Yeah, they, uh... They're, just, they're, just the they're on man. the ship. There, there's that, but first, they actually talk about, um... They need a new flag, because they just have, like, a regular, boring old pirate flag. Oh, yeah. And... <laughs> they're like, so it's like, why don't you make, let me make a flag? I'm, an ex- I'm a very good artist. Mm-hmm. And then the first flag he draws up is... Like a pirate skull, but with his features. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is really funny. And then they draw, which is a really good flag for what they are. It's just a regular Jolly Roger, but with uh, the straw hat. Mm-hmm. They, they hear something. Like, I didn't really get how they got to the island. They just kind of, hey, there's an island over here with treasure. Yeah, Let's go to the it. Next one. <laughs> yeah. And then there's just a guy trapped in a treasure chest there and a bunch of really weird animals. Yeah, I I have vague memories of this episode. Um, it's just sort of there. There's a there's a yeah. box man. It's it feels like filler, but it's not. It, it definitely feels yeah. Cause what it, what it is? They just land on an island that they hear people go to, and there's this evil like guardian god who scares away all pirates or like turns them into animals or something. 
and then he shoots Luffy with a gun. And even though I don't think Usopp really understood how Luffy's power, so when he got shot, he like they all seem to panic, even though they've seen Luffy get shot before. Yeah. <laughs> and then the bullet bounces back, and they to see that it's a, a weird guy in a box. I thought it was going to be like a mimic. That would have been good. It's just, I kind of uh, wish it was a mimic. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they're on an island, and they try to pull him out of the box, and he's like, "I've I've been in here for 20 years." I'll tell you how I got in the box. And then he's there with the pirate crew <laughs> who <laughs> landed there, looked all over the island except on top of this large hill <laughs> and didn't find treasure. And he's like, I'm going to climb this hill before they go. And he gets up there. He sees the treasure chest. And he falls off the giant cliff into the box. He's trapped in there. Sees he's stuck there for 20 years as his crew's running off. Stuck there for 20 years. And then Luffy gum gums up the up the hill. Gum and... comes up the hill. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the treasure chest guy tells him to throw down the chest. And Luffy's like, no. And you're like, what's going on? Why is Luffy doing this? And he's like, I didn't want to think about this, but they're empty, aren't they? And Luffy's like, yep, all six of them are just empty. Mm. And it's like, I didn't really, there was there didn't seem to be like a point to this episode at all. It's after they let him know that the, Chester empty. He's like, "Thank you for being kind enough to actually tell me that they are. You're such a good guy, Luffy." Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's just sort of like we're not quite at the next place yet, which is, I think, yeah. why it feels like filler. Is <laughs> because it feels like, we're, yeah, because it's not even like giving like Usopp time to you know get adjusted to everyone before more things yeah. happen. It's, like, he doesn't even do anything in the episode. Yeah, you think which is it, You think it might have been an episode, um... Oh, anime notes. Usopp wasn't present in the manga during the meeting, but in the anime he was. Oh, so... he Even in the manga, he was there even less. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> you think it would have been just, like, a show-off to see, like, here's how he does when he's actually with the Straw Hat crew. Yeah, because, um, the anime's filler is actually, like pretty good about like that um there's filler for like new crewmates being like settling in or there's there's only like one filler arc that i thought was like actually boring it's just usually like here's some like really driving home like who these characters are so yeah that one in particular especially being not filler i'm just like confused like <laughs> there's a box man <laughs> i feel like That's it. as a as as a it was probably filler for the manga like, oh, yeah, I guess that's a thing, isn't it? To put, like, a spot in between that and going to the next thing. Mm -hmm. But translating it into the anime it seems out of place. Yeah. Yeah, that's the the end of the arc. Overall, it's it's really good. I don't see... It seems to be just getting better and better. I don't see the show hitting, like, a really, like, embarrassing low point at all. Yeah, I don't think it does. Ever. <laughs> I mean, I'm not caught up yet, but... <laughs> like just once it hits uh 699 it just drops off <laughs> yeah right right near the end of dress rosa it's just like garbage um <laughs> so yeah that was that was sir village uh the next time we meet and talk about one piece we'll be um talking about the barati uh yeah. arc which is it was one of my favorites growing up um Watching the four kids. It, it was also one of the, the worst after being censored. Yeah, that seeing like the preview, the preview for the next episode after the treasure chest guy, mm -hmm. it showed like uh, Kid Zoro fighting with that girl, and it's like, isn't Zoro's swords in the four kids dub? They're like training swords, like he's using like, basically like kendo sticks. Like they're not actually swords. Are they? Because that I don't I, remember. I, I swear, let me look it up. Zoro, yeah. four it kids. Up. Yeah, also Zoro's backstory is in the next arc. Because yeah. I feel like if they if they aren't, they, they're like, they're colored. Okay, no, that's the edited Korean dub where mm. it is. I remember seeing some, some like, changes. In the Korean dub, they're different because uh, when they take stuff over to Korea, they actually censor samurais. Interesting. And you know because Zoro's of, just uh... like a samurai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... I do, I do feel like yeah, no, in the four kids they just he he does have swords, but 
He, just doesn't... <laughs> he doesn't kill anyone. No. It's getting more and more confusing. There's not a whole lot how... of actual killing in One Piece. They show, like, he blatantly has killed someone, but, like, it's... Probably. In the four kids, I don't know. There's no way that they, like, saw a lot of the material before yeah, they bought I think the rights. they were really right, and I think just the art style being sort of... Like... Cartoony. I, I, I'm just I'm trying to think of how like how it would have gone because when they buy it up, do they just like show a preview and then people bid who gets to like have the episodes or the show? Because that's what it seems. That's the only way I can think of that they're like, yep, we want this. Just buy it and then they get and like, oh no, oh, this is no. very very graphic. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because it, it could be more graphic, but still like not for kids. <laughs> I mean, that's their job is to make it for kids. So I guess it is. Can't wait for the for the JoJo four kids. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> I can't believe you uh, shipped my dog Danny away to a farm. <laughs> I'll never see him again. What? <laughs> yeah, on that note, uh, a... I guess we'll be back again at a later date to talk about Barati. I hope you enjoy it. I I I think I will. You guys will find out if we don't though. So. Yeah. All right. To be continued. This will be continued. <laughs> <laughs>